This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So I just had a strange dream. And I just pray right now that the Lord helps me remember it. So I'm trying to think at the beginning of the dream. In the beginning of the dream, I live near um, some Arabs, an Arab community, a strong Arab community. So I could have possibly been actually living in the Arab country. But for some reason, it didn't feel like I was in an Arab country. It just feels like that I was in America, but there was just a strong Arab and Muslim community, I should say. And I frequented this store that was ran by Muslims. And there was something going on to where there was some type of um, festive event or some type of celebration or a holiday even um, in this Muslim religion to where it seemed as if all of the men were in a celebration and um, I was hungry so I was wanting to get something to eat and all of these men were were busy it was it wasn't like the store wasn't open it was open but nobody was focused on working it was more of just like a brotherly um, vibe going on, you know. Like I noticed the men were dancing with men, and it, at first it kind of was a little strange to me because I seen these guys were dancing, so definitely whatever was going on, they were happy. It was a celebration going on. But I remember I looked in one of the guy's eyes, and he kind of had like a twinkle in his eye when he. He was looking at the other guy, and I didn't know how to take that. I didn't understand what that look meant, but it looked almost like it wasn't a good look. It was maybe like a look you would give a woman, but it could also be just a look of love, of brotherly love. So I couldn't really pinpoint what it was, but... It almost didn't feel right. That's the only way I could put it. Like, it almost didn't feel right. And I guess I could have been misinterpreting it as well. But there was just no um, no real focus 
to me as a customer. Um, and there, there was, you know, you know, I think people were, were drinking and, and eating and, and, but I don't think they were drinking alcohol or anything. I don't know, but it didn't seem like there wasn't a way to get food. It just seemed like this was a birthday party or something, some type of event, something happy that was going on. And, um, so I was a little frustrated because I know I wanted to eat. And then, um, the, this lady came in. It was, I think the store owner's wife or something like that. And I just asked a a fleeting question, nothing, not expecting what was going to come next. But I asked, um... Do you know where I can get something to eat? You know, some vegetarian food because I'm a vegetarian. And I think she was like trying to tell me where I could go, like go down here and try that. And like the directions and stuff, it just seemed really confusing to me. And I was just like, um, you know what? Never mind. I'll I'll just find some other place because. I remember I was asking, like, I don't know how to get there. It was something confusing with the directions or whatever. And um, she was like, do you want me to take you? And I was just like, I thought that was really weird. And I was like, no, no, no. Um, It's fine. It's cool. Like, don't worry about it. And she was like, "I'll sh- I'll take you. I'll show you." And then I was, and then it came to the point like we were outside where, I think she was like trying to show me how to get there or whatever. And then that's when she was like, "Well, I'll just take you." And I'm like, "Well, do you got a car?" And she was like, "I can see she was thinking, right?" And she's like, "Well, I'll take. I'll just take his van." And right then I kind of felt like, "No, this doesn't feel right." Like I knew it wasn't. Uh, a correct feeling because I definitely don't want to be in the car alone with another man's wife. It's that's just a no no, you know, because I'm a Christian and uh, he's Muslim. They're Muslim, and I don't know how their religion is, but um, and I'm not saying that this is how the Christian religion is. I'm just saying this is just how my this is just how the type of person I am like. Even being an American, I just go by a different, you know, set of rules, set of codes, set of ethics. And um, she was very like, um, no, 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 no. Like she was definitely um, authoritative to the, to the point where she was like, no, no, I'll take care of this. Come on. She was like, you're hungry. I'm going to get you some food. So... Even though I didn't want to, like, just by, it's kind of like, you know how you kind of get yourself in situations you don't know how to get out, out of, or you ask something that you wish you didn't ask, but you really can't get out of it because now that you ask, the other person is going to make sure that it gets done. And that's kind of how it was. It was like, I really did not care. It wasn't that serious for me, but she was just like, no, no, no. I'm going to make this happen. 
And I was like, no, no, I don't want it to. And then she was like, no, it's going, it's happening now. Like, you already asked me. That's the end of the story. I'm making it happen. So it, was, it kind of got to that point where, like, I couldn't get out of it now. And I regretted that I asked. But now it was like I was along for the ride. So she took me over to this place. And I remember, like, it was like a big warehouse or something. And it was just really weird. Like, I just remember there was, like, a lot of garages. And it wasn't, like, a house. It was definitely, like, warehouses connected. To, and there, there was, like, it was, like, I don't know. It was weird. It was, like, warehouses, like, a warehouses of garages. And we went there, and I just seen families. Like, it was all Muslim families. Like, everybody was covered in the hijabs and the the robes and everybody was fully you know covered and it looked like this party or this festival that was going on this holiday i don't know if it was ramadan or what it was but it was all going on over here too and i'm trying to follow her but she's so fast that i can barely keep up with her like every every time like it's like every time I entered a room she was already entering like the third or fourth room. I mean that's how far of a head start that she had on me. So every every room that I go into, I'm really guessing. I don't even really even know if she went this way. But how I know is I look all the way at the end of the room and I just seen her like barely making eye contact before she goes into the other room so i'm just trying to hurry up and keep keep up with her and i notice like the men are like kneeling down on like really low low chairs or they're either on their knees with really low tables kind of like um how maybe some asian or chinese restaurants are where it's like a footstool and like a foot table or something like that but we're definitely, this is not a house. These are like, it almost feels like they're alleys with, it feels like, a, it feels like an alley and to even get out of the alley, you got to open these like garage doors, like these metal garage doors. And some of them were cracked or whatever, but it definitely wasn't like a home environment. It was like a whole bunch of tents inside of this place, right? And so, everywhere we go, there's everybody's partying and stuff. And then I get to this one row, and I can see it's like going up a hill, kind of. And I just see, like, there's like little duck-offs all the way up. Kind of like little rooms, but they're not rooms because this is all, like, tents inside of a warehouse. And... I'm like stepping, almost stepping on people. Like there's people laying down sleeping and there's kids in there. And I'm not trying to step on anybody. I don't even know how she made it through all these people that fast. So I'm worried trying not to step on people and trying to keep up with her. And these people don't seem happy that I'm there. Like um, I even seen Americans there in the Muslim attire like wearing the robes and the the turbans or 
Yeah, because I think women wear hijabs or hijabs or and the men wear turbans. I'm not sure. I don't really know this culture. I'm just going off the dream. I mean, this religion. I don't understand like all the clothing and stuff. But um, so after like getting all the way through all that, we come to like I come to the top, and there's nobody. I mean. It just seems like there's one family in this room, and I know there's some women in there, and I don't know where this lady is at, right? And I'm asking, and they're like, she went through here or whatever, and I don't even know how she got out of there, you know? And so I'm, I go up to, like, this garage door, but it's kind of, like, locked or something, right, from the, the outside or something, and... She's talking to this lady in their language or whatever through the through the door. Like none of this stuff is secure. It's all like metal, sheet metal, laying on top of sheet metal, and it's just real rickety. It's it almost feels like a third world country, like in like a homeless area. That's kind of what it felt like, you know. Um, I would even say it felt like maybe something like after a war or something. Like it was just very third world it should it definitely felt like it. we were in like Iraq or Iran or something like that or Palestine I don't know I've never been over there I'm just guessing like it was kind of like that but I knew we weren't in the desert or anything like that like I knew that we were in America I guess or we were in a populated city but it was just third worldish, you know and she was saying something, something, and then I seen, like, the lady's head kind of poking, the lady I was following. And um, she was like, come on. I'm like, well, how do I get out of here? I mean, this door is locked. I got to go all the way back, and I don't know how to get back through all of this labyrinth, this maze that we went through. And she was like, just open the door. And I'm looking at the lady, and she's like, looks upset that, like, we're in her area. Like, I don't know if that's her house or whatever, but she was definitely in that area. And um, of the, the, the makeshift living facility, I guess. And um, so um, next thing, um, the lady that I was following, she, like, takes something, and I'm like, no, don't break it open, and she's like, I got it, don't worry, don't worry, and she starts, like, hammering something, and she opens the 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 paneling, because it's, like, sheet metal paneling, like, wavy sheet metal, metal, metal paneling, like a shed, that's, that's the word I'm looking for, this is where all, like, metal sheds type, like, wavy sheet metal from like a, a metal shed and it, these were the type of things that were like all put all this stuff was put together to like make this makeshift area that all these people were in and um so she opened it and she let me out or whatever and she was like she was like i'm sorry um they didn't have any food here uh, for you and then that lady and her were arguing about something. I don't know what was going on. And I'm like, oh, man, it, you know, I told you it's not a big deal. Like, I'll find some other place to eat. This, like, You know, I'm sorry 
that you went out of your way to do this for me. It really was not this big of a deal. And she's like, no, no, I want you, I'm going to make sure you get something to eat. And so next thing I know, I'm out of that area and I'm following her. And now, like, we're back in the van or whatever. And I was just telling her, like, you know, you really didn't have to go through all that. Like, I feel really bad that um, I should have just left. You know, I just, I don't know why. I just, I don't know. I didn't think it was going to be all of that. I just don't know why um, I, you know, let you do that for me or whatever. And, um, and I remember that lady said something to her about her husband, you know. And so I said, is your husband going to be mad? And she's like, yes, he's going to be extremely upset. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, I don't want no problems. Like, I like your husband. He's a good guy. And, and she said, he's going to beat me and torture me. And my heart sunk. And I just was like, whoa. Uh, and she was like, I need to go with you. And I'm like, what? And she was like, yeah, she's like, I'm, I'll go with you to your house. And I'm like, no, I don't I don't know about that. I'm like, I don't want to get involved with this. Like, I don't even know what to do. Like, and she was like, he's going to come over and knock on your door. And she's like, don't be a coward. You need to open the door and stand up to him. She's like, you're not going to be a coward, are you? Because he, he, these people are already going to tell him that I was with you. And I'm like, wow, wow. Like, I'm like, and I'm like, I'm not a coward. Like, I know that, you know. And I'm already thinking, like, what would Jesus do, you know. And I'm like, that's the first thing I started thinking, like, what would Jesus do, you know. Because I know what I would do, but I'm not living my life anymore about the things that I'm going, how I would handle situations. Like, I gave my life to Christ. That means that I choose to seek God in everything that I do. And so I'm just now like I'm sitting like in the dream. I'm, you know, I'm like sitting next to her. I'm in the passenger side and thinking, you know, like she's already like going to my house in the dream, you know. And, you know. I'm looking at her and I'm like, now that I'm actually looking at her, I'm like, wow, she's really a really beautiful woman. Like her, um, she had took off the sheath on her face. And now I'm like, actually, like when she was talking to me in this moment, that's why I started looking at her because she took off her face mask. So before you could only see her eyes or whatever, and she had pretty eyes. But when she took that off, I was like, wow, she's beautiful, you know. And then I was like, I don't want to be looking at her. Like, I don't, I don't even want to be having these thoughts you know like i'm not less than another man's wife this is not me like i'm a christian man i don't even want to see this right now and then but at the moment i'm thinking um she's in a bad relationship and she wants to get out of this relationship and now i realize that she did all of this because maybe she was attracted to me or she was I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, it's like a lot of crazy thoughts, but I was never even thinking in that way to begin with. But now I'm realizing she was thinking this way towards me, you know, like maybe she was pursuing me as an escape out of a bad marriage and relationship. 
and she wanted me I, it felt like she was trying to run away with me like she she basically said I'm with you now like I'm going to your house I'm with you and he's going to come looking for me and you need to be a man and stand up to him don't be a coward so this is what I'm like waking up to so I'm in my bed I'm just thinking and I open my eyes I, even though I've been here thinking for a couple seconds I open my eyes and look and I'm like okay it's 323 I'm like, but I've been thinking about this for a couple minutes, so technically I could have been awake a couple minutes before this, but I'm going to look up 323 in the Strong's Concordance, which means appointment. It's actually pretty deep, but I'm not going to chance um, trying to read it while I'm recording this because it may stop recording and I could lose the whole recording. So I'm going to just say 323 so that way that that's in the recording and that could be looked up and talked about after this so i'm like no i'm not going to run and I've, I've been put in this situation and the only right thing to do is to tell the truth but i want to tell it in a way to where her husband is not going to beat her or attack her. And because I could see him being angry and attacking her, right? And I've seen videos of how, which I don't know, these are all, I don't want to say this is a Muslim thing. I just wanted to say that in this video I saw the people were Muslim and the wife was outside and she was like on her knees in her full robe or whatever with her hijab on. Her hijab on. And her husband was beating her with a stick like she was a dog. He was standing and he just kept cracking her with a stick. This is a real video that was, that's on the internet. And uh, actually it was two men outside. And they were there was two women and they was beating the women like that. And they were screaming and yelling at them and bah, bah, kept cracking them with the stick. And in their defense, they were actually taking the beating pretty good. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I mean, this is not funny or nothing. But I was just, in the video I saw, I was just like, I mean, these guys are really trying to hurt the women. But I didn't hear the women crying or anything. Like, it was almost like they were trying to catch the stick when they, they were hitting them with the stick, you know. And it was weird watching that video because it felt like the women were sympathetic to the men and strangely i mean it was like that like when they reached kind of reached their hand out to grab the stick to like lessen the impact they didn't keep their arms stiff it was like the arm was stiff for a second and soon as the stick was getting close to hitting their body they kind of moved their arm with with the motion of the stick. So it was like they were flinging their arm back. And it was like softening the blow. Because it was like they were catching it. But instead of just catching it with like a stiff arm. They were moving the arm with the stick. So it was like a, a, a smooth catch. And it was never really like it was hitting them. But it was just so graceful. Like they were used to it. And it was almost like. It was almost like a mother. Seeing it like letting her son or a baby like hit her 
because the baby's mad and the mom understands the baby's frustrated and upset. So she's letting the baby like hit her, but it's not hurting her. That was that was the feeling that I got from watching the video. Even though the woman was on the ground on her knees, like or in a crouch position, and the men was standing and swinging with all of his might to try to hurt her. That's that's the the feeling that I got from it. I mean, that's the way I can describe it. But um, so that picture came to my mind when she said that her husband was going to go crazy, you know, and that he might even kill her and this stuff. And, you know, I better not be a coward. Am I going to be a coward? And I'm not going to lie. Like, at first, I was thinking coward thoughts. I'm like, man, I don't want to have nothing to do with this. Like, this has nothing to do with me. Like, I just, I, this just simply started because I went to this local dairy mart to get some food, some vegetarian food. And the husband was busy in the other room dancing with some other guys. And, you know, because of the event and um, they were pretty much ignoring the wife and children, you know, and I just had because they were busy and I was in a store, the wife just happened to walk in at that moment. And I asked her, you know, like, can I get some food? What's going on? Like, I didn't know what was going on, you know. And she's like looking at me crazy, like, oh, don't I know that this is such and such is going on right now? Like everybody was was partying and uh, celebrating something. And um, I didn't know. And that's when she, you know, was trying to tell me, you know, she seemed a little frustrated. And she was like, just go over here, here, down there and there and you can get some food over there. And I'm like, huh, what? So I did kind of, you know what I mean? asked for more clarity to where she got frustrated to the point where she was like I'll just take you and then when she said that that's when I'll try to back out of it but since I had already frustrated her by asking her she seemed like she was already frustrated because she was being ignored and neglected like you know her and her children being neglected by her husband and now that I think about it I think they were drinking alcohol because he seemed like he was off in the zone like you know, that could only be described if you're drinking alcohol, you know. So, yeah, now that I think about it, they definitely were probably drinking alcohol or something, some type of something liquid that got them drunk. But, um, so, yeah, at the end of this dream, I'm just sitting there thinking, and I'm like, my resolution in my head was what I, this is what I was going to say. I was going to, like, say, well, let's not go to my house and and wait for him to come knocking on my door because obviously he knows we're together right now let's just go deal with him directly in front of everybody so that i can just tell him exactly what's going on the truth right because if if we went to my house and then he came looking for her because she's trying to hide hide from him He's already going to think the worst. He's going to think that we were messing around or something. And it, it'll it'll go zero to 100 real quick. And I wanted to avoid that situation. But I kind of felt bad, too, because it's like I wanted to save her now. Like I kind of felt obligated to save her now that I knew what type of relationship and situation she was in. And then I'm thinking, man, I need to... I need to 
I woke up thinking, like, who can I, who's a Muslim friend that I could call and ask him the meaning of, the, of this dream? And I got a friend named Mimo. So maybe I'll contact him and let him hear this dream. But, yeah, I was thinking this is what I should do. I should find um, the store owner, the, the gentleman that owned the store, her husband. And it would be better in front of everybody. But, see, I don't know the culture. So, for all I know, he could have snatched her up and started beating her in front of everybody. And that would be accepted in their culture. I don't know the culture, right? But I can only imagine from that video I've seen where I seen two men beating their wife with a stick, that if he did that to her, they wouldn't do anything. Like, that would just be something that's considered normal. So, definitely woke me up thinking. <laughs> and I'm like, God, what does this dream mean? So, um, at 323 in Sean's met appointment. Like a, a appointment of some sort. So, I think it says something about religion, too, which is odd. Let me pause this and look. Oh, my gosh, yo. You'll never believe what this is. You'll never believe it. It says, of his shoeing, S-H-E-W-I-N-G, to the people as the forerunner of the Messiah. This announcement he made himself at the command of God. Luke 3, 2. And then. Exhibition. Shoeing. The day of his showing. The day of his appearance. Appointment. The proclamation of an appointment. Perhaps rather admission to the membership of society. So could this mean that the Jewish Messiah. Wow, this is deep and it's 4 a.m. now. Woo, this is deep. This is deep. All right. 